0: This is the Hofstra Radio Alumni Audio Yearbook. Today is August 20th, 2020. Please tell us your name and your years at Hofstra Radio.
1: My name is Mark Giordano, but uh, you know me better as Stallion. Um, I was at Hofstra Radio, and now i got to think about it because it's so long ago. Um, It would have been... Around September Oh god I'm old. Um September nineteen ninety ninety two to uh you know, about June ninety six. About four years.
0: And That's, what shows did you host or produce or work on while you were at W R. H. U.
1: Yeah, host and you could use that term loosely. Uh, I definitely uh did airwave for a number of years I, I did airwave pretty much for all four years um you know some the 11 to 1 show and and the uh the good years uh, one to three which was uh you know o- always fun and you know people that work late would stop down there and we'd head out for a couple uh drinks afterwards but that that was mainly what i did there um I did have a jazz show for uh I don't even know if it was a year. Um I think it was on Tuesdays. I don't remember exactly the time. Somewhere 2:30 or to 4 or 4:30, something like that. Um but that's where my uh I went by the name of Mark Reno. I don't remember why I picked that. I uh I, I don't know why cuz stallion wasn't going to work for jazz um the jazz stallion probably wouldn't have been good um but i just i I don't i I must have been like looking at something or looking around to see oh what what could be like a catchy name simple but uh yeah mark reno i I don't know but and then uh it did i I didn't really do classical i I think i did one time to fill in but and other than that it was more like. You know, fill in one time, uh, I, I filled in for, with an uh, engineer for uh, Teddy Savalas, and uh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Also, um, Cantor, Don Goldberg. I remember uh, working the reel-to-reel for that show. But, but that that's mainly what I was working on there at the time.
0: Okay. did you hold any titles or management positions while you were WRHU? 2
1: no I was a uh, a community volunteer I believe that was the official term for it um, so I would I was just you know hanging around like a uh, hobo of the station and uh, I think they felt bad for me and then let me do stuff. <laughs>
0: So the next one is a multi-part question or multi-questions, but I put them together and you can answer them, whatever makes sense for you. Um, If you can remember what first brought you to WRHU, what do you remember when you first got there? Do you remember the office? Do you remember the uh, studio? Do you remember people who were there? What it looked like? What it smelled like? What it, you know, was it organized, disorganized? What was your first impression and where was the radio station when you first got there?
1: All right. So you might have to help me with, um, parts of the question if I forget, but so the, you know, the first I was, I went to uh, junior high and high school with Keith Hannon, um, AKA Camel. Uh, he, uh, was going to Hofstra and, I remember coming down and hanging around with him. So he had brought me down there and just to, you know, he was telling me about it. I think he had a, a show at the time. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm pretty sure. Um, I, so I came down there with him. I just remember, well, it was in the basement of Memorial hall. I remember, you know, coming down the stairs and uh, going down the hall yeah. I don't even know if I saw the, the, uh, actual broadcast studio that time. I just remember coming down the hall and into the office and it was, it wasn't quite mayhem, but it was just like, I almost, I remember it as a free for all people going about their business, people eating, eating lunch, people hanging around. I mean, just, you know, general, just busyness. I, I, just people doing, doing their thing. And I had, you know, not really, I never met any of you guys before. Um, so I can't tell you who for certain who I, uh, met that first time, but I do remember, um, you know, coming down there, remember Al Montag for sure. And I'm pretty sure I met Jen the first time down there. And, uh, yeah, you know, it was. I don't know if it was exactly that time or soon after I met, you know, met Will. But that very first time, uh, yeah. And and I'd like to say I I met you, Brian. But uh, I I don't I can't recall for sure. Um, that. But I kind of you know Keith would say I tagged along with him and stole all his friends, so that's probably true. But, um that's kind of my memories. I, I also, one of the things I remember going down there was all the pencils stuck in the ceiling. That always, uh, that always stuck out in my mind, um, all that, but that's, you know, that's generally, you know, my, uh, my first time getting down there, seeing, seeing that kind of, you know, just anarchy is not the right word, a bit busy, busy, busyness isn't the right word either, but it just, and a lot of motion, a lot of, a lot of things going on.
0: So prior to this, did you have an interest in radio? Were you just going down to, to socialize with Keith? Were you, what, what was, what was the the thing that brought you to the station?
1: You know, I think when I was, uh, yeah, I was previously away at school and I was friends with a couple people that were, they did a, uh, they had like an AM radio station up there. And I remember sitting in with one of the guys while they, uh, they had a late night show and yeah, i went down to that station one time and it was, yeah, it was, it was interesting. I liked the idea of it, but it was not something I was looking to really pursue or say, Oh, you know what I would always love to do is, uh, be on college radio, but just going down there and, uh, You know, with Keith, it was kind of, uh, it was interesting, the, I don't know, the reach of it. It was something different, something I hadn't tried. And, you know, it was, I don't know, it was just cool. It was exciting. I I wish I had better words to describe it. My vocabulary is limited, so well, you have to excuse me
0: on that. I'm I'm really uh, intrigued by the phrase, the the reach of the reach of the radio station do you mean like the physical reach that it's that the radio waves are going out there into the community and people can hear it or are you talking more like the social reach that there's different groups of people coming together in this environment
1: you know i'm really talking about the you know the fact that you know from this that particular building you could yeah, and I didn't know it at the time, how many miles, um, but the reach of, you know, phys- you know, mo- really more physically, but you bring up a good point with the, uh, the social reach, but I, I, I didn't, I, I can't take credit for that because, uh, I, I was more thinking of, you know, just from here, how, how far you could go and what you could, you know, just, you know, just get out there and, you know, kind of, you you're sitting there you're like okay you, you know but you're you you're broadcasting 25 miles out and uh, you know, people are people that you never met you know know you you've know, heard your voice and and they'll never hear it again because <laughs> once they hear it they're probably like whoa what's this guy doing but uh you know that that's kind of what i mean
0: so you walk into W R H U, pretty much cold But you're on the air for four years and you're hosting shows. Um, Do you recall taking announcing and engineering classes? What was the process of getting you cleared to be on the air? Do you remember who taught you anything particular about running the board, speaking on mic, anything that you remember from that training time? So I
1: remember... Well, Keith really is the one who taught me. I I went down there and was hanging around with him and and learned how to work the board and, you know, learned how, you know, what, you know, kind of things to say, things to do. Um, I can tell you, as far as announcing an engineering class, uh, I did not go to one, nor was one required as far as I knew. Um, So, you know, if there was, if that was part of the process, um, I, I missed that day. I, I do remember uh, when I got my license. I th- and I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if it was the show Keith was doing or another show. Um, someone, you know, they were like, "Oh, can you uh, can you do this show?" And I said, "I don't have my license." And they said, "All right, hold on." <laughs> and someone went and signed something and said, "Here you go." and i think it was that night you know i was doing the show so uh it was kind of an informal or uh you know we need this so here it is type process like i said i i don't i don't know that there was i'm sure there was some sort of formal class or something you had to sit in on but Hmm. i was out that day
0: um so
1: I think there was more to that question, but I, I was well, there was, another was, part to that. Something yeah, I most remember. People oh, the board the announcing board? an engineering classes.
0: not everybody did clearly. Um, so right. it was more like, what do you remember about learning how to be on the radio?
1: You know, one of the things and one of the really cool things I liked was when you went when you had when you were playing vinyl is to. Uh, when you had to like cue up the song but have the needle you know just you know in between you know in that grooves in between and also so that when the uh turntable accelerated it wouldn't uh you know sound like sound like that you know that i thought was fun i really enjoyed that and you know i didn't realize you know that it wasn't just pushing buttons. Um, there was, there was some, you know, you need some experience to to do something like that. I always thought that was cool. That that was my favorite. That's one of the things I, I remember. Um, the other thing I remember was, uh, you know, just making sure that, um, this is this would be more later on but it was more uh when you left for the night you know making sure everything was i, I think there was a term for it where you had to make sure everything was sh- you know in the right position so that uh you know if things oxidized it didn't scratch you know on air i forget the term for it
0: do you mean like to normal the board
1: that's it you normal the board yeah like so that was more when i was doing the one to three like but that wasn't you know, in the beginning, it was, you know, just the fact that, you know, and one of the other cool thing was when you could talk to the other studio by uh, flipping, uh, I, I, you know, I could see the switches and, and things where you could, you know, if someone was in the other studio, like, and you wanted to put them on air, like how you, how you got that looped in.
0: So, yeah, there were patches and there's a switch under the board to, to make sure that you yeah. could connect multi-track or two-track.
1: Yeah. P- you- Patching in the phone was cool, I th- but that I didn't learn, like, right away. That was something I learned later on.
0: Uh, how, how, right. much, how much time do you think you might have spent uh, with Keith, you know, uh, learning or hanging out during a show? Was it a couple of hours, you know, a couple of weeks, you know, a couple hours spread over a couple of weeks? Or, or how much time do you think went by before you were thrust into the on-air role
1: yeah. it had to be a couple weeks because uh i I probably you know i was wondering if i started you know i was down there um i remember being down there in the summertime um you know as well so it it had to be a couple weeks you know coming down there hanging out with him and then and then going from there it wasn't like uh you know, a week or three hours. It was, it was, there was a little more time to it, but, but not, probably not, uh, not months, I wouldn't say.
0: So do you recall that first time on the air? Do you remember what you were thinking, what you wanted to do, what you thought it was going to be?
1: Uh, I remember thinking, uh, don't screw up. I was also always conscious of the fact that you had to, uh, broadcast the, uh, station uh call sign uh you know within a certain period of time um so that was that was something i was always like yeah even though the show was two hours i'm like that that i knew that had to be done you know i knew that you know you didn't want to uh the transmitter couldn't uh power you know be powered beyond a certain level except if you had a certain show on a certain night of the week, then you could pump it up as much as you wanted, apparently. But that's another story. Um, uh, I remember that, yeah, it was more like, you know, and also, you know, pronouncing things like reading the news, uh, which during airway was like pretty much not optional, but you pr- I, rem- I, rem- <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember that, uh, you yeah, it was pretty much hit on one story. You know, you take it off. There was that feed out in the hallway or the, the AP. I think mm-hmm. it was AP or feed. You'd go pull the latest news and, you know, they, we'd read the, I remember reading the like top, the top story. And then, uh, you know, it was off to the weather, which mean you know pretty much was there's weather and it's dark out and then it was like off to the races with the music so it was you know I'll admit this now but I'm sure everyone knew what was going on at at least during the night night shift stuff but yeah I was just worried about you know not dead air really cuz that I knew that was like uh there was something to avoid at all costs but yeah I can't tell you you know exactly what songs i played or you know how else it went but i remember you know getting through it so i'm sure there was a lot of nerves involved
0: so you've mentioned keith hannon uh a number of times as being very helpful uh getting you into the station and on the air were there other people who were helpful people who you listened to and said that's awesome i want to do that or were there people that you listened to and thought well, I don't want to do that or I can't do that. Who are the people otherwise, who were helpful in getting you established at WRU?
1: Now that's a hard question because uh, I'm trying to think. Like, you know, just we were all hanging out there so much. Um, yeah, I do remember when Todd was, uh, I think, airwave producer you know him giving me some pointers and stuff because there was uh i do remember this one time we would there was you know some giveaways and you know you you make a you, you have a i don't know if it was a trivia question or you, you had i think it was more you had to be like the uh the first caller or something and and nobody ultimately would call in but uh and i just remember like him giving me some tips like oh you know just make it Make it seem like you know, there's Pete, you got a lot of people out there, or you're like, Oh, I'm putting up a request from you know, Fred, or you know, the next, you know, I have another, I have a couple of requests uh, coming up, so hold tight just to give the impression of, you know, even though you knew people were out there listening, I'm just give the impression that there was, you know, a following so other people might, you know, be compelled to call in or participate. Um, I do remember. I'm just, I can't put it on any like, you know, one person I I, I will, you know, not to, uh, you know, patronize you, Brian, but I do remember uh, you, you helping me out, you know, and, uh, you know, with certain things and, you know, maybe, you know, different, different artists to listen to different things to take a look at, which which I always found helpful. I do remember hanging out also and, you know, listening to, you know, when, you know, Will did his show, um, you know, different things he did with the intro. So, so I, I tried to pick up on different, different aspects of, of what people did to, to get an idea. I wish I, you know, had, had more, uh, you know, had a better recollection of things, you know, when i when i did my shows in later years i remember you know people coming out and hanging out and you know kind of you know having some comedy bits in there but uh you know th- that i that i have some some tapes i kept but i haven't listened to them in years so i should go back to that and and see for the next time
0: so you get on the air you're working through your nerves you're you're figuring out how things work and and staying within the fcc guidelines for the transmitter and doing all the things that that you need to do or or at least minimally right correct yes
1: (laughs) minimum minimum i'm in this case i'm a minimalist if you could believe it but yeah that's uh correct
0: So do you remember a time period or an event or just a a moment where you said, you know what, I I feel comfortable here. I feel good on the air. I feel like I belong here at the radio station. This is something that I want to keep doing uh, in my life. Do you remember a moment where you're like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm here and I belong here. And this is, this is good.
1: Yeah. You know what? And the other, and I'm going to have to backtrack a slight bit on my, uh, because, But it's going to feed into this. So you would ask me what I noticed when I came down to the station uh, the first time. One of the things I noticed was all the quotes hanging on the wall hmm. that people had, had uh, you know, if someone said something funny. Someone would write it down on a piece of paper and hang it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so one time, and I don't think I was there that long. Um, and I think it was also usually things that were said in the office. And uh, we went, we, <laughs> this is making me laugh. I could picture it too. We went, all of us went out to friendlies, and uh, everyone ordered, you know, whatever, you know, ice cream or, you know, shakes or whatever. Someone ordered a chocolate shake and the, uh, the waitress came to the table with it. <laughs> And I yelled out, "Who ordered Slim Fast?" And uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I think it was Will. Or were you there that I night? Was. Did, yeah. you Okay. And uh, somebody, I, I remember Will going crazy with that. But you know, I, it it was a general hit. But I remember, you know, when yeah, back in the office, uh, someone wrote that down and hung it on the wall, and uh. You know, at that moment, I, I felt like I did belong, that, I, you know, that I was, you know, there and part of the group. So, but that, that sticks out that uh, those those quotes that were on the wall that really made the station, you know, made it part of what it was. It was just co- comforting to, to me.
0: I, I believe the item that was ordered was uh, was a fribble. yes. Yes it was. And I I had it in my mind uh, that it was a strawberry fribble. I could be wrong. Chocolate does sound does sound okay. better in this case.
1: Yeah, I, I I you know I think I would guess chocolate because it's Slim Fast in my mind would be chocolate, but it could have been either one. Um but I just I could still see it on the tray and everyone sitting there. Who ordered Slim Fast? What <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Oh man,
1: that's funny. That's a good memory for me. That's uh that one I really enjoyed. It's still
0: a big laugh all these years later. Yeah. (laughs) Um so usually I I try to tie things back up here and you know we're looking back on our experiences and looking at them through the lens of time and experience and, and, and so forth. But is it, is it possible to get back to that original question? When you walked into the radio station the first time, can you put yourself back in your shoes Mm -hmm. at 18, 19 years old? And what did that 19 year old version of Mark Giordano think WRHU Hofstra radio was going to be? What did you expect? What did you want out of it? If anything.
1: You know, at, at the time, I probably just expected it was, you know, it was kind of something fun to do, something different to do. Um, I wouldn't, you know, I, at that time, I wouldn't have even thought that it would. You know, I'm not, I don't know that I, if I had to, let me put myself back there as best I can. You know, I wouldn't have thought that I would have been there four years. I probably thought it'd be fun to do, do it for a little while. Um, But the reality of it is that, you know, from there, you know, I'm still, I'm still friends with a lot of people from there consistently. Um, You know, it's kind of, yeah, I sound like I'm setting myself up for like a Academy Award speech here, but you know, I, I kind of made friendships that, you know, have stood the test of time because since then I've been friends with other groups of people that have come and gone. Um, but you know, I still, I still can relate to those times. Um, you know, to what I got out of it is much more than, than what I expected. I mean, from a enjoyment point of, point of view, I, you know, there was, you know, I had four years of, of doing something that was not necessarily something I set out to do but enjoyed um, and have come away with lifelong friends. You know what I remember? As we're talking, we had a, a bad snowstorm one year and uh, and they had these big mounds over at Hostra and you had called me and uh, to come down and bring a garbage bag. And we kind of rode like one night, just like jackasses riding down these snow mounds at Hofstra in like oversized garbage bags. I mean that—that that just you know was another memory that popped into my head. That that was that was awesome.
0: I seem to recall there were there were lunch trays involved at some point.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm <laughs> if if you could ride it, I think it it it, it uh it went down the, those mountains and they were, that was some, we had some good snow that year cause they were pretty, uh, pretty tall.
0: But none of these were things that you expected when you first went down to the station, you were just, you just thought it was no. going to be a, a fun thing.
1: Right. I, if you asked me, Oh, you know, I, I wouldn't have thought, you know, well, how long ago was this, you know, let me see we're, we're what are we approaching? Like, uh, Holy crap! I'm I'm thinking I'm think, I'm not thinking back far enough. What are we at? Twenty years uh, or more? more, more yeah. right? It's
0: closer to thirty. And I so ballpark, pro- ball 28 years ago.
1: But still, I mean, you, I would have never. And no offense to anyone, I just wouldn't have. I guess at that point, I didn't know what I was uh, capable of. You know, and and still, to a degree. Um, feel that way but I mean it was just it was fun I mean from there it turned into you know hanging out trips um you know keeping in touch um you know you know barbecues you know I I, I don't know I you know it's so hard to put words on it you know because I can think back to you know it's still even if I don't see some of, you know, you guys or people from that time. When I see them, it's like, you know, it's like no time has passed. It You know, we used to, you know, before everything uh, went south this year, Um, you know, we would, people would still get together or sometimes, you know, get together in the city with a couple people, get dinner. And even if it was a once a year thing, it was, I, I don't know. It's just a kind of, keep going back to those times it was just simpler than i'm sounding old now this is not where i thought this was going to (laughs) go
0: mark this was uh really interesting and a lot of fun uh thank you for your time and your memories and let's do this again sometime soon all right absolutely